Warning, the following podcast contains strong language which some listeners may find offensive. The Untitled Wrestling Podcast is on all the usual social media outlets. Do your bit to support us on Facebook and YouTube at Untitled Wrestling Podcast, Twitter, Twitch and Discord at Untitled Rest Pod. Give us a like, share, subscribe and join our flourishing community of not just wrestling fans, but gamers, podcasters, musicians and more. Hello, welcome to the Untitled Wrestling Podcast. My name is Jay, as always, joined by Troy and Aaron, and we're coming at you in your house. Go home, edition. Um, how are we, fellas? Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, not so bad. Aaron, Aaron's looking out his window, looking really so, sad. Sorry, it's just I, the sun's got me. I'm scared of what it might do to my skin. <laughs> 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 I mean, it can't be worse than when you were sick on the WrestleMania stream, mate. Well, that's true. At, at least, at least if I have a stroke, no one can see me on the park. <laughs> <laughs> is it? Is it like in Scotland? Even if you're not ginger, everyone's ginger because they just don't get the sun, so everyone reacts the same as a ginger would. Unless they fake tan, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> you're not tempted to fake tan? No, definitely not. Why not, no. mate? You look, you look good with a bit of colour in your cheeks. Thanks. Could match your match your semi long <laughs> hair that you seem to be growing out. I, I know. I need. All right, I need to <laughs> put your teeth back in, darling. Put your teeth back in. Don't even started. What are you saying? I, you need to. You need to cut it. I need to cut it. I, I'll tell you why you can cut it, mate. Make a silly bet for this Sunday, and then you can bet. shave it all off. Make a bet for Hell in a Cell that Drew's going to lose to Lashley. <laughs> and then you can shave it all up again. There you go, mate. Um, so, yeah, before we get into it, uh, let us know what you thought of the show on our social media uh, Discord, Twitter, both Untitled Rest Pod and Facebook, Untitled Wrestling Podcast. We put all updates on our podcast there and generally try and have a nice little conversation with everyone. More so yeah. on our Discord than anything else. But yeah, follow on all mediums, please. So uh, the show opens with uh, Austin Theory versus Oni Lorcan. Does that I? Whoa, whoa, whoa! Does it? Does it? Does it I? Does it I? I mean, got so annoyed. I love that even I was surprised and I was like, oh, hang on, he's genuinely forgot tidbits. And I looked at Aaron and it's the same no, thing. No, no. It's like... Aaron. Aaron knew. Aaron I didn't. Fucking... Clearly, the only one that didn't get the memo on that one. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I do it every time. <laughs> wow, yeah. <laughs> Aaron, uh, have you got something you'd like to add? You know, you're a Ted Bet. Get a show on. No, okay, get so the uh, show starts with Austin you know, Theory and only walking. Get a show on. Get let all that slamming is go. All the shooting stars break them all. <laughs> Thanks for that, mate. <laughs> about, about 30 he's, seconds of my life I'll never see again. <laughs> he's never going to run out of those, is he? Like, Even if it's the worst shoeing of the word tidbit, he'll put it in there. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that was a reach. <laughs> <laughs> They're all fucking reaches. 
Yeah, that's true. How, how many true. songs can you actually fit tidbit into? Let's be honest. <laughs> I don't know, man. There's, there's a lot of songs out there. But, well, we'll get through them all, don't worry. Oh, God. Anyway, we're doing tidbits. 8th and 9th of June today. Are we ready, boys? Yes, boy. Yeah. In 1954, he's so good at the graps, he was pulled from Brawl for All. It's Dan the Beast Seven's birthday. Oh, Dan the Beast Seven. Absolute banger of an entrance music. <laughs> Fucking great Best moustache in wrestling. Best tash since Magnum P.I. Actual hard man, Dan Seven. On double and three men and a baby, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> oh, mate. Dan Seven. Fucking love him. <laughs> In 1965, he had an undefeated streak from the 1st of February 1992 until the 30th of October 1993. Uh, he lost to Ludwig Borga after two years. <laughs> Tatanka is born. Yes, Tatanka. <laughs> Whatever it is that he did. <laughs> Tatanka, the guy that just turns up. Tatanka <laughs> turns up to everything. <laughs> Something like that. I'm going to turn up to everything in full gear. I was just saying, like, he turns up to everything he's like in the full gear. He's generation. <laughs> <laughs> he's like John Terry of the wrestling world. <laughs> full kit wanker every occasion. <laughs> um, in 1988, the spotty backed man Samoa Joe killed once on NXT. Dan Mather is born. Dan Mather, Christ. <laughs> Where's he? Uh, got released last year. I know he got released, but did he go anywhere? He's got a podcast. Has he? Yeah, mm-hmm. so have we. Get him on. <laughs> Get him on. Come on, big uh, man. Uh, hopefully he doesn't listen to this episode as I've just like ripped him an arsehole there. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I or, hope he does so he can rip you an arsehole. <laughs> well, he can if he wants to. I'll happily do it. He'd split him like a piece of lumber. Eh... <laughs> <laughs> uh, in 1994, she's the last woman standing from the riot squad. Liv Morgan is born. Ah, uh, yes, Liv Morgan. Sorry to make you a bit depressed there. Sorry Did a little bit. That. Did a little oh. bit. Too soon, <laughs> mate. Too soon. In 2008, TNA presents Slammiversary. Does it now? It does. Does it now? <laughs> Go on, then. <laughs> uh, Petey Williams be- beat Kazarian for the X Division title. Elite Hunter uh, Kazarian. Elite Hunter yeah. Kazarian. Elite Hunter, aye. All right. LAX beat Team 3D for the tag titles. Nice. Um, Gail Kim, ODB and Roxy beat the beautiful people and Moose. No, not that one. Well, which fucking <laughs> Moose was it? Yeah. I, not that one. <laughs> well, if it's not that Moose, then I'm not interested. Oh... Uh, awesome Kong Wasn't she the one that like dislocated the knee by doing some weird bump? Oh fuck no, is that guy? Like, like, like lift a leg up and her legs like just swinging around like a fucking pendulum on a clock. No, that was Sin Cara and it was his thumb. <laughs> <laughs> different time, mate, different time. <laughs> I mean, it was probably around the same time. No, it wasn't. <laughs> no. <laughs> or four years later at least. <laughs> Awesome Kong beat Serena Deeb in 2008. Damn. Uh, Hold on, Serena Deeb was wrestling then? Was this after she'd left WWE? Or before? No, she hadn't shown up there yet. So she was in TNA first and then went to WWE? Yeah. 
Bloody hell. To be fair, was she really in TNE? I don't think she was there long. If she, she was wasn't there. there long. Yeah, she wasn't she, there long. She had like two runs though, so I don't know. Uh, AJ Styles beat Kurt Angle. Just why oh. not throw that in there? Was it? Was that just a match? Is it no belt uh, on the line? No belt on the line. Just Fucking hell, imagine, imagine just chucking that in the middle of a show. Kurt <laughs> Angle against AJ Styles. I, I think that it would have been part of a storyline. I just yeah. don't know what. Mm. There, there would have been I'm, a storyline. I, I might be able to tell you once I've read the rest of the card. Um, Samoa Joe beat Christian, Booker T, Rhino and Bobby Roode to retain the world title in the King of the Ring Mountain match. Nice. King of the Mountain match, King, not King, King of the, the Ring. Ring Different promotion, mate. <laughs> <laughs> Put some respect on the King of the Mountain match. The absolute <laughs> shit show of a clusterfuck it is. <laughs> yeah, it's great to watch them. I love watching King of the Mountains. I mean, so, it sounds like it would have been a fun match, in fairness. Do, do you know the rules of the King of the Mountain match? I think you've explained, but enlighten me. Ba- basically... basically it, it's a five-man ladder match where you've got to pin your opponents to put them in like a penalty box for three minutes. And the way to win is by hanging the belt up. But you have to get a pin to qualify hanging the yeah. belt up. Well, what? It's it, it, it's weird because they're always like really entertaining matches because it's essentially just a mad ladder match. But, but you don't reach to get the belt. You reach to put the you, belt you, up. You hang the belt up. But you can only <laughs> hang the belt up by pinning someone. Yeah, but it's no, a convoluted mess. Basically, 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 all you need to know is if you go in the match wanting to win the match, you've got to pin someone before you put the belt up. That's that's. So you've you've yeah. got to do two things really to win the match. Yeah, you've got to pin someone and you've got to hang the belt up. And then but if you, you if you pin I, someone, they go into a penalty box. Yeah. Yeah. What if you pin everyone? They all go into the penalty box. And you just got free reign. Yeah, I mean, probably not best that best uh, thing to do in this day and age because, like, you know. It's only a little page. <laughs> um, sadly, after the show, staff member Kevin Sinex tra- tragically passes away after falling from a collapsing scaffold to the arena floor whilst packing down the arena. Fucking hell. Good. Yeah. Wow. Uh, oh. Swiftly moving on, 2014, in New Japan, Ricochet wins best of Super Juniors with a win over Kushida in the final. Damn. Remember Ricochet? Who? Exactly. <laughs> Trevor, who's just fucking come off the pub in his jeans. Mike <laughs> share. Okay, it's a nice day. You mean the man called Trevor. The, you mean you mean the mad anti masker, Trevor? <laughs> Trevor the truther. Trevor the truther. In 2016, NXT presents TakeOver The End dot 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 dot. Oh, yeah. I remember oh, this. Yeah. Um, Andrade Cien Almas beat Ty Dillinger. I wonder what they're up to now. Oh, I wonder. <laughs> uh, the Revival beat American Alpha for the tag titles. So far, everyone you've mentioned, there's only one person still on the active WWE roster. Yep. Uh, more Nakamura beat the Austin Aries. Come on, Aaron. Two. Throw your fucking voice out there, Aaron. Come on. (laughs) 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 Ask 
Here's two. Here's a full match for you. Asuka beat Nia Jax for the women's title. I mean, neither one of them might as well be on the current roster. Well, been used. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and in the main event, Samoa Joe beat Finn Balor in NXT's first cage match for the NXT title. Oh, was that when they traded it between each other for a little bit? Yeah, Joe Did won it on a Joe won it on like an untelevised house <laughs> show. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. They I remember that being good, had, that cage match. They also had the match where Joe gets busted open as well. Is yeah, it? Yeah, or yeah. Nakamura. Uh, wasn't it this one? No, it was the match they had at um, uh, TakeOver Dallas, wasn't it? Aye, I, I thought it was Dallas. It was when everyone was chatting fuck PG because Joe was bleeding and he like, started treating Oh, yeah, yeah, they pretty much and, uh, stopped the match, but like they were yeah, letting, like the ref kept tending to him. Stephanie and Linda were at ringside with Shane's kids and Shane's kids started chatting. <gasps> no! <laughs> yeah. Wow. Amazing. <laughs> um, the last one for the eighth on SmackDown in 2020. Sorry, uh, Styles beat Daniel Bryan. AJ Styles beat Daniel Bryan in a tournament final to crown a new Intercontinental Champion. Oh, yeah. Styles was vacated by Sami Zayn as he opted to stay at home during the pandemic. Good guy, Sami Zayn. Good guy, Sami Zayn. Top shagger. Uh, we'll go on to the ninth now. E- Will we now? Nah, we will, aye. <laughs> aye, uh, pal. Aye, pal. 1926, the homicidal, suicidal, genocidal uncle, the Sheik is born. <laughs> I wonder where you were going with that. <laughs> uh, wow. He trained, trained Rob Van Dam. Aye. Only because I just started watching Rob Dam Dan's... Rob Van Dam? Rob Van Dam? Rob Van Dam. Rob Van Dam. Rob Van Right, I'm going to stop. On. You know, Come you know on, what I'm trying right. to say. Jesus, have you been using your RVD rolling papers there, Troy? <laughs> do, do the thumbs to say it out loud. I've been Come watching on. the Rob Van Dam documentary on there the network, go. and it's very good so far. Do you reckon the reason he did the thumbs was to disguise how stoned he was at any given time? Because <laughs> he had to time it himself. In nineteen eighty-one. He's just a gypsy boy. Gypsy, gypsy boy. boy. Tyson T-Bone is born. Friend of the podcast, Tyson T-Bone. What a How lad. What a <laughs> lad. Uh, in 1995, WWE are silly letting her go. Tainara Conti is born. Oh, happy oh. birthday. I've not seen much of her work in AEW, but I hear rave, rave reviews. She is awesome. Yeah. I remember her first couple of matches in NXT and thinking she looks pretty good and then she just fell by the wayside and they did nothing. So it's really good to hear that she's, you, she's doing big things in, in AEW. And you're saying she look, she looked good then and she was good in his dog shit back then. She's yeah. really good now. <laughs> she's she's great. <laughs> awesome. That's good, she's man. Arguably one of the best women in AEW at the moment. Damn. Yeah. Like, Is she in the Dark Order or not? Not well. The was she board, when she first today, and it's got a there's like a picture of all of them, and she's in the background of it. Oh, okay. She's kind of like there's like a couple of people like Hangman and uh, Conti that are sort of like big tasty said dark order adjacent, like that the, the friends see. with people in the dark order, but they're not actually in the dark order. Right, right, right. Okay. Um, in 1991. 
Conan became the first ever CMLL World Heavyweight Champion, beating CN Karras in a tournament final. I've nice. put this down because it seems a bit late, nineteen ninety one, to have a first ever World Heavyweight Champion. Considering they're the longest um, yeah. wrestling organisation in the world. How's that happen? What? Hang on. Um, Their first ever world champion was 91, but they... I, I think I do know the answer to this. I think they were affiliated with the NWA. Ah, right. That makes and sense. Then, and then they basically kind of, not pulled themselves away, but they Give they realised they needed titles. like a home champion. Yeah, I see. The the WCW'd it, but in a nice way, basically. <laughs> yeah, pretty much, mate. Um, in 2018, New Japan Pro Wrestling presents Dominion. Dominion. Let's Not go. <laughs> El Desperado and Yoshinibu Kanemaru beat Rapongi 3K for the junior tag titles. Nice. Good card here, by the way. Young Bucks beat Sonada and Evil for the IWGP tag titles. Sonada and Evil? Yep. Uh, Cody Hangman and Marty Scarl beat Tanahashi, Liger, and Rey Mysterio. What? What? There we go. That is an absolute banger, by the way. Full of aces. That that match is fan Cody. uh, And Marty Scarl. Yeah. <laughs> but you know, hang, Hangman and the Hangman's like the ace of AEW. Yeah. Tanahashi's yeah. the ace. Yeah. Uh, Harumo <laughs> Takahashi beat Will Ospreay for the junior title. Fucking hell, this uh, sounds decent, man. Yeah, we're still going here, Troy. Chris Jericho beat Tetsuya Naito for the Intercontinental title. Yeah. That that makes him one of two people to hold both Intercontinental titles in New Japan and WWE. The other Who's being the other Nakamura. Person? Oh, Nakamura. Oh, of course. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Didn't MVP uh, do it as well? MVP was, was the first. He was, he was the first Intercontinental Champion in New Japan, wasn't he? That's it. Yeah. But he's not won it in WWE. No. Oh, it's US he had, wasn't it? It was yeah. the US title was his more recognised. Like I say, more recognised. Isn't that the only title he's won? Yeah. He was never a tag champion or anything, was he? Don't think so. No. Um, uh, where are we? Ome- Kenny Omega beat Suzuki Okada in the main event in a no time limit. No, he Two didn't. Three falls match that lasted 65 minutes. Jesus wept. IWGP World Heavyweight title. Now, I watched this live and it was fan-fucking-tastic. I, yeah, like, the- I feel like the- I watched this pay-per-view now. It was the uh, best match they had in like their series. Easy, mm. yeah, fucking incredible. Um, and the story they told as well, obviously with Kenny never being able to do it, and then finally, and yeah. and also for the card, they got the first fall, didn't he? So it was like Kenny fight from behind the whole match. It was like so good. So good. I, I rewatched this match earlier last year. It was fucking awesome. And I remember, like, I'm pretty sure I had an appointment or something, and then. It was like 50 minutes before the appointment. I was like, oh, we need to go. But, but, but we're an hour in. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it was so close. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, mate, some of these pay-per-views give me proper nostalgia. I feel uh, like we should go back and watch like an old takeover, definitely. Yeah. At, yeah. at least. And then maybe like a Dominion or whatever. But oh. I wouldn't I wouldn't mind re-watching that Dominion because it's a fucking great show. Yeah. 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 Uh, and 
Speaking of Dominion, a year later, 2019, New Japan Pro Wrestling Dominion! Dominion! <laughs> <laughs> what was that? You want to hear the opening match? John Moxley beat Shota Umino. Oh, in the opening match! Yeah, that, I remember this. So, basically, Moxley debuted. They, they made like this load of hype about the debut. He debuted at the finals of Best of the Super Juniors. Yeah. And beat um, Juice Robinson for the US title. Oh. And then he just he just had like a random throwaway match with Shota Umino. Yeah, but then was that not the storyline of like Shota becoming that, like that was that player. was when he claimed Shota was his young boy, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he him shooter. Oh, it's so good. Um G O D beat Sonada and Evil for the tag titles. Oh yes. Yes, boys. Uh, Will Ospreay beat Dragon Lee for the IWGP Junior title. That was fucking insane, I remember. Yeah, like, Dominion is such... Every year is great. Dra- Dragon, um, Dragon Lee and Will Ospreay are the game of, like, break me your own, break your own neck, chicken. Yeah. <laughs> Seeing who could, who could land most awkwardly on the fucking neck. Okay, now. Uh, Tatsuya Naito beat Kota Ibushi for the Intercontinental title. Oh, um, fun. And then the main event, Kazuchika Okada beat Chris Jericho for the world title. Uh, and this is also when Kenta debuts attacking Okada, I'm pretty sure he does. Damn. Um, it was when Kenta turned heel, I believe. Yeah. He did Because he debuted with Shibata, didn't he? Like a little, a little yeah. bit earlier. Yeah, yeah. Basically. He basically debuted with Shibata to announce that he was going to be entering the G1. Yeah. And then he attacked the card on that show. Uh, also, this is where he planted the seeds for Jericho versus Tanahashi because Akada won with a fucking roll-up. Um, Jericho ain't taking no room. <laughs> and, uh, and then Jericho started just beating the shit. In fact, no, because it was Jericho beating the shit out of um, Akada. And then Tanahashi made the save. Ah, oh, okay. Ken, nice. I'm guessing Kenta turned heel during the G1. Um, um, didn't he debut on the show, though? Yeah, he debuted on the show, yeah. Yeah, so he would have just debuted with Shibata. It would have just been, ah, okay. rise, here's Shibata, and here's Kenta. And everyone's like, oh, shit. Good. Um, uh, that is my tidbit. Yes, boy. Yeah. Didn't Shingo debut on that show as well? Who? Shingo. Papa Shingo. Maybe actually, the I saw it that meant something on this on the cards rather than just every match because it would have took us even longer. But so. in fact, no, it wouldn't have been because you said Sonata and Evil faced them um, thingy. Was it you know, against an old timer like Tenzan or Kojima or something? No, it was in a six month tag. Oh, well, there you go. He was like a mystery. He was like a mystery of po- uh, mysteries partner for LIJ. It doesn't matter anyway. Because um, it wasn't on that show. <laughs> Thanks, mate. Um, <laughs> Thanks, Hen. Cheers. If you want to hear about what happened on this year's Dominion, you can join me and Troy for the news later in the week. Hey, you can. Um, there's a lot to talk about. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, NXT opens up with uh, Austin Theory versus Only Lorcan. Uh, they show footage of Lorcan and Theory getting in, like getting a pull-apart brawl in the PC earlier in the day. Basically, um, it was down to them arguing over whose master was better, Johnny Gargano or Pete Dunne. 
They were arguing over whose fingers were the longest. The winner of that is always only Lorkin. Yeah. Salad I mean, fingers Lorkin. He's got fingers. Like a fucking primate. <laughs> what a reference. Salad fingers. Rusty spoons. Rusty spoons. <laughs> My name is only Larkin and I'm going to uppercut you. <laughs> Fucking that sound of fingers is a niche reference. Find out when you buy it. Wow. What it is literally just type in YouTube salad fingers. It comes up. Uh, yeah, so we got lots of um, lots of Matt wrestling early on, lots of like back and forth. To be fair, Theory kind of, like, matched Lorcan for intensity. And Held his own, didn't he? Like, yeah, man. Like, he was trading uppercuts early on. Um, um, he hit, like, a really... Uh, it was just early early on in the match, the crowd started chanting, Austin Theory, Lorcan sucks. Austin Theory, big baby face. Big yeah. baby face. Big, big baby, baby face. He was wrestling like it, to be fair. Yeah. He was. It was weird. <laughs> Doesn't suit him at all, because he's such a good, no. like, like a bull prick. This is a shitbag jock heel. Yeah. <laughs> um, he, he hits a suplex and then gets in Lorcan's face and then only just chopped a soul out of him. Um, like, <laughs> chopped him across the throat. It was horrible. Um, it's like being chopped like, with two hands. It was. <laughs> like a hand with extra fingers. Taped on. <laughs> or like one Walter hand. What? Um, <laughs> is that the scale? The scale. <laughs> It, his fingers are basically like the, the length of Walter's palm. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, Lorcan chop, chop locks Theory on the apron and Theory like, takes like a nasty landing. Um, Pete Dunn comes down and John, Johnny Gargano follows pretty quickly after. Uh, back in the ring, Lorcan pretty much has control of most of this match after this. Um, but Theory had some pretty cool moves. He had like a roll, and block, a roll blockbuster at one point, which was insane. Yes. Because the heights he got, like the yeah, it was weird. It was <laughs> that, cool. That, I'm saying it was shit. The, the delay and like the rotation as well. Yeah, like it, it almost looked like Lorcan was catching him and suplexing, but obviously he wasn't. And then he yeah. hit like a, a really cool like modified Spanish fly. That was cool. He used the, yeah. the spring off the top top rope. He sort of yeah. launched himself at the top rope and then rebounded back off as he grabbed Lorcan. It was really cool. I've never seen did that. The before. old. Uh, did the old Christopher Daniels leg drop onto the top rope to her, flip himself over, didn't he? <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, Super cringy yeah, leg drop. <laughs> whoa, whoa, steady on now. Steady on now. Probably be like best leg drop ever, wouldn't it? <laughs> um, so yeah, both men are tri- uh, clothesline each other at the same time at ringside. And this leads to like Gargano and Dunn getting in each other's faces and brawling all the way to the back. Well, not all the way they get separated on the stage um, and then as they're getting in the ring um, Lorcan throws Theory into the ring post and hits a mother, like a modified half Nelson suplex slam thing it was like it was like kind of like a, a full Nelson slam but it was only a half Nelson slam yeah, yeah. so are, are we saying only Lorcan's finisher is the callus or the coloss or however you say it no because it wasn't the callus it it, it pretty much was. No, it wasn't. The, also, the class, also, the, the class, class is over. As, the class is over as fuck, mate. So you shut your mouth. Yeah. Aye, aye, the, the, okay. the difference <laughs> that is made the him a WWE champion. You shut up. It did, it did to be fair, mate. Um, they they beat Shinsuke Nakamura tw- at least twice. That's what's sad about that. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, the also the Colossus, as I say, it's more like a Cobra clutch. This was more like a sort of half and half, like half Nelson and then a Hammerlock. Mm. So it was a better version of it. Well, no, it was a modified version of it. I wouldn't stop, say it was even shit. Stop shitter. shitting on gender. Why, why are you so fucking grumpy today, Aaron? Get <laughs> <laughs> the sun's out. Every time I try and say something positive about the show, you've been like, well, it oh, smells like that. Oh, well, oh, it wasn't that high. Stop fucking hating about that. Um, Witness me. Witness me. <laughs> um, so, yeah. Um, so, Johnny Gargano checks up after, on him after the match. Uh, Logan wins. After this, we see LA Knight in... This looked like the same house the Million Dollar Man bought the other week. But yeah. they were trying to, they were trying to kind of play off that it wasn't. Um, well, it definitely, definitely LA was. LA Knight doesn't exactly have the money to yeah. buy a house, does he? Ooh. But then he's, he, I mean, he has the money to buy a house, mate. He's not. No, but not. Yeah. He's not that's poor. Civic, not like a fucking millions and millions dollar mansion. How you like, do you know he, he was man. a constant? He was on that impact money. Mate, he, he was on exactly. He was chicken feed. He was a reality. Much better. Don't try pretend they're big bucks. Day. No, I was going to say he was a re- reality TV show star before he uh, started wrestling. So he might have got. He might have got a decent payoff from that. Was he actually? Yeah. yeah. Huh. And then he got signed by NXT. And then he got released, went to Impact, and then he came back to NXT. I remember he was in NXT. What was his name again? Slate Randall. That's it. Yeah. 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 Anyway, LA Voice it started. Well, don't worry, it's about to start more. Uh, he's he's in the Million Dollar Man's Mansion. I'm just, I've just put that. He's singing the theme song in um in the shower, but he keeps adding a yeah every now and again. He's like money, 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 money. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he then he then uh, go like gets out the shower and he's cutting like he's walking down the hallway promo, coming out the bathroom. He's got like little red speedos on. He's got putting like a robe on. Super. Uh, yeah. He asks, uh, he's got like some, just like some floozies he's giving money to to like sit around this house, like Bobby Lashley. Um, <laughs> Literally, hot tub and everything with them. And yeah, he asks them if you want to go to the hot tub and they go, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right. Firstly, night, the hot tub is Damien Priest gimmick. Stop it. Damien Priest, nah, Damien Priest gimmick, zombie hunter now, mate. Don't worry about it. Um, <laughs> and yeah, then, hey, that, then he that's gets. That's Bunny's best friend you're talking about. Don't worry about it, mate. Bad Bunny didn't show up in NXT, it's fine. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, then he, uh, after after being in the hot tub for a bit, um, <laughs> he, sta- he does like the million dollar man laugh and they're doing it and then he just, he stops and then they're still laughing. He goes, that's enough, ladies. That's enough. <laughs> <laughs> I was just like, what? Uh, and then he, so he gets... As well, it wasn't even joking, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then he, he gets in a Mercedes and drives off. And as he's driving off, he just goes, Yeah, hey, um, and the fact that the girls were like going in to like join him, he just drives away, leave them, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so good. Oh, I love fucking, I you love, I him, really like this. I love Ellie, you Knight. love him, didn't you? So good. He, he's brilliant, 
He's the fact the fact we've got a rivalry with him and Cameron Grimes about the million dollar man is so good. Yeah, two <laughs> two impact wrestling legends. Exactly. <laughs> Eli Drake first Trevor Lee, who the thought we'd see that. <laughs> and speaking of things I didn't think we'd see, we then got Doc Hendricks. Yes. Right. Got running down the card for in your house. Was Doc Hendricks always spelled with a K? Yeah. What? Uh, it doesn't look right. <laughs> I know. Different I time, mate. Different time. Neither did neither did Michael Hayes wearing that fucking um, hat because he looked like Cameron Grimes after like a fucking bad bender, mate. Why is he calling himself Doc Hendricks after about 20 years of not using that name? Why not? So, there's a bit of backstory about this, mate. Right? I've done my research. Right, come with so, me. Last year, they wanted him to appear as Doc Hendricks on TakeOver in your house. Yeah. Okay. Because he was on the first ever in your house as a backstage interviewer. Right. He refused because he thought it was a rib. Um, Oh, no way. He thought it it was Triple H, like, playing a practical joke on him. (laughs) (laughs) And then, so he was just like, nah, I'm not doing that. So then he did the thing with the picture of of him as Doc Hendricks in Johnny Gargano's house. And then, <laughs> like, he realised actually that that got a big pop. I like that because everyone's losing the shit on Twitter. <laughs> so now he's like, he's kind of like been like sort of like turned around to the idea of it. Brilliant. I was fully expecting them to like just quickly get changed into Harder Boys gear or something. I mean, <laughs> no, if, if it's Doc, if it's Doc <laughs> Hendricks, Please we're not don't. getting Hardy Boys gear. We're getting them in the fucking like basically dressed like the Fink, but with Michael Hayes's head. Yes. <laughs> With his haircut short and slick back. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. um, that's why he had the fucking Cameron Grimes out on move. <laughs> but yeah, he, ba- he basically runs down the card and it was great. I was oh, really so excited for this. Yeah. Um, I-, I hope it's him and Pettengill doing backstage segments mm. uh, in your house because that will just make it for me. Uh, we then go to the ring and we get a Legado del Fantasma uh, promo. Uh, Santos says he's going to make Bronson Reed pay for basically stinger splashing him against the skip, against like the barricade. Swatting uh, him like a fly. <laughs> Reed comes out and just like shows replays of, of him doing it as well. Uh, <laughs> just like, filling the whole screen with it around the top. And um, <laughs> Santos ba- in- invites him to get in the ring with Legado. Reed obliges comes out msk come out and make like even the odds uh santos challenges msk and reed to a winner take all match against legado uh take over which i'm i'm here oh, for yes That'd be awesome. oh yes there's not That'd a so bad good. there's not a bad match on that card but i'm excited for every single match the, the thing the thing with takeovers is they never always build them great no that's and by not- the time you get to the show it's like oh that's a fucking great card yeah, yeah. Like I think the build to this takeover has been shite. Yeah, that, like, that's not great. My pick at the end, like there's been no build for this takeover. But they did, they did similar with stand and deliver. Other than like Finn and Cross and um, and Cole O'Reilly, there mm. wasn't a there was an everything else was sort of like over a two oh. week period. Yeah, yeah. Like Walter Chamber, he literally announced the week before. It took like a week before to just threw it in. It yeah. was like, fuck, I didn't know I needed that much. He, he, he'd been like, <laughs> they'd been peppering the seeds around, but they hadn't actually like announced it until the week before. And they, they did a lot with this because I was, I was even thinking when they announced like 
this this being this soon after standing the liver, I was like, because we're obviously going to get another one um, the night before SummerSlam probably as well, aren't we? Or a couple yeah, of days before uh, SummerSlam, because uh, the night before yeah, SummerSlam. Yeah. yeah, still like the better part of two months away. But they, yep. do, they are throwing yeah. them in a bit more often, like considering they only did takeovers well, once every quarter. That's what I mean. Like since they've started like doing more takeovers and since, since basically the move to USA, I think where they're mm. starting to put more, like more time on into the product. Yeah, in a way they're kind of diluting it. Dragon. And that, that's why it's that's why it's hurting the build sometimes. But like this, they, they started slowly building it, like as in making a little tease. So I thought it wasn't going to be this takeover. I thought it was going to be like the next TV special they did, like Great American Bash. Oh well, yeah, yeah. Building um. Santos versus Reed for maybe, but mm. for them to do this, I'm not that I'm complaining because that match is going to be absolutely awesome. Yeah, man. Uh, we got like a little stare down between the two teams, and then we got oh, oh, someone's like planting some seeds, lads. Hero, <laughs> I lost my. I thought we were going to make it a three, a three way. So did I. Was I. Like, Oh, oh, do it. Because all I, all <laughs> I want is top dollar versus Bronson Reed. That's all I want. Christ, that that yeah, horse fight, big taste. He'll need to get a new fucking alarm. Um, <laughs> and it was, them, I think, for them to be a part of it. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. They've, they've kind of because they did that thing, didn't they? Where they cut the promo a few weeks back, where they put all the champions on notice. Yeah, I feel, I feel like they could be in the match if it was if it had been a three way. They could have put Hit Row in the match, got some emphasis on them, but then. They wouldn't have been here because it would have been Legado taking the pin, yeah, or Escape yeah. taking the pin, yeah. Um, and but yeah, I mean, I mean, it is what it is. Uh, we got stared down through both groups though, and I was very excited for very prospect of both teams, like both teams facing Hit Row at some point down the line, mm. uh, especially Legado. I think that'd be fucking incredible. Um, Hit Row gonna have all the belts by the end of the year, or at least a I, good amount of the belts. I think it'll be like uh, undisputed era in the first year where the like I can see Swerve being um, either cruiserweight or uh, North American. North American, yeah. And yeah. I can see um, Ashanti and Top Dollar being tag champs. Yeah. yeah, I don't think they're getting the world title. What's her name? Not wrestling, is she? She's literally just there's like a mouth. It seems like she's just a manager. Yeah. She. Was, I don't think she was like a trained wrestler anyway. She was a once she like no. a was she no, not? I. No, I done a giggle. Remember, did I not? And she wasn't anything major. They talk about how she's like she's um, toured with like various rappers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I thought she was just a rapper, but okay. Either way, she's like she's a really good mouthpiece. Good addition, a really good mouthpiece. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, she had she adds a lot to like her like her involvement adds a lot to it all. Um, yeah. So yeah, after the break, we get Swear versus Killian Dane. Um, obviously, we had like the little encounter last week where Hit Row were bullying Drake Maverick and Dane stepped in. Yeah. Um, and the match itself, uh, it was pretty formulaic. wasn't really anything too fancy. Um, good big man, little man fight, though. Uh, Dane overpowers Swear for a lot of the match. Mm. Swear just keeps slapping Dane and pissing him off. <laughs> Why would you do that? Why yeah, would you do that like to play silly game, win silly <laughs> prizes? Um, <laughs> Dane goes for a dive on Swerve and Hit Row, kind of. I, I really like the way he did this. They didn't pull him out the way. They, like, ushered him out of the way. Yeah. Like, they just surrounded him and guided him out, out to safety. <laughs> um, and then Dane beats up Swerve um, back in 
back in the ring. They sorry, Dane beat up Swerve for a bit. Um, B Fab distracts Dane and then Swerve like sweeps Dane onto the uh, apron. Um, Dane then catches like a kick after like being beat down for a while. They end up trading blows. Dane hits a huge crossbody for a two. Oh, that crossbody like the fucking the way, yeah. the way that like Swerve like almost wrapped himself round him as he took it. Like it looked really yeah. impactful. Um, on that crossbody, um, Wade Barrett doesn't know how gravity works, as he says, you can do all the fancy flips, but in the end, gravity wins. Well, he that's, needs to jump to hit the crossbody. That's, that's not how it works, Wade. Um, I'm not sure if you paid much attention in science, lad, but I mean, that's not the one, I'm afraid. He's, he's, got, a, um, he's got a degree in marine biology, so he's paid attention in some science. Wow. <laughs> Wow. Not the right one. Not the okay. right, right one. one. <laughs> so, you think you'd know more about gravity with water, you know, because you've got to sink to the bottom of the water. Come on, Dave. <laughs> come on. Come on, Wade. You're better than this. Come on. Um, so, yeah. Um, Swerve then hits the rolling flatliner and a house call for two. Uh, Dane basically just like starts like hulking up out of this. He hits a wasteland and a scent on. He goes up top of the Vader bomb and... Um, Ashanti starts getting in his face. Uh, Drake hits a sent on on Ashanti. And then as he's like giving Dane the thumbs up, Top Dollar just murders him. Um, just, he, he hits like the, um, I can't remember what he said he's called, it's called, but it's basically an attitude adjustment yeah. onto the uh, onto the apron. And then uh, Top Dollar starts getting in Dane's face. Uh, they start arguing and Swerve out of nowhere hits a massive house call for a win. Um Ooh. Good big win for Swerve, I think. Yeah, um, definitely. Not, not the biggest he's had, but you know, it, it's momentum, isn't it? Mm. Um, yeah, and we're we're gonna get a tag team match, I imagine, between them and uh, Dana Maverick at some point. That'll be the start of them kind of cementing themselves as like legitimate contenders. Drake Maverick joins Hit Row, confirmed. <laughs> <laughs> He's, he's gonna start singing the hetero part in the song and whistling through it and dancing. <laughs> um, so yeah. Uh... And now a word from our sponsors. Do you like beer? Of course you do. Do you like wrestling? You wouldn't be here if you didn't. Check out topropebrewing.com, our very own Big Tasties brewery. They do a great deal of wrestling-themed beers, including Cold Stone Cream Austin Ice Cream Pale Ale and Papa Mango Mango Pale Ale also. They also do an array of T-shirts, masks, cans, and mini kegs. Check out topropebrewing.com, or if you live in the Liverpool area, go to the Brew Tap in Bootle. And thatchface.com, where if you've got a minging beard, you can get beard balms, oils, and grooming kits. They also do apparel. If you put whatever you want in your basket, and then go, Aaron, where do you get your discount? You go into the promo code at the bottom, type in UWP20 for 20% off. And proceeds of your purchase do go to test out your cancer charities. Poppy arrives in the building and the way is straight away upset, like interviewed about it and asked, and uh, Candace is upset that Poppy's there. Indy then says that she thinks Dexter still loves her because he was listening to her music and crying. And goes looking for him. Um, wonder how that'll turn out for her. Um, <laughs> we then we then see Cameron Grimes um, in his mansion struggling to enjoy the high life. 
of whiskey and cigars. <laughs> and he, like, he's getting a massage, and then he's like, he's not enjoying it, so he pays the girl to like massage air instead. Um, <laughs> and then he drives off in a Rolls Royce. Um, it's like when he lights the cigar with like a bare and hundred dollar bill, and he starts like coughing. <laughs> this is great <laughs> and then he tries to wash it down with the whiskey and that's too strong for him yeah <laughs> like this? um yeah i love him he's great um it's weird as well because the kind of in, in, obviously they've talked him being like hillbilly to rich guy to like now he's kind of relatable because he's got all his money he doesn't he doesn't know how to appreciate it he's, he's a rich idiot yeah yeah he, it's like it's like pretty much what like most like most working class people would do with it if they yeah. won like a big sum of money. Yeah, just yeah, waste yeah. it. Yeah, try and appreciate it. And be like, I don't know what to do. That's exactly what um, I'd be. <laughs> buy a mansion in here, just drink whiskey you didn't like. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> drink, drink whiskey, um, buy expensive cigars, expensive women, big house, and then squander the rest. <laughs> <laughs> um. After this, we get Zia Lee attacking Mercedes Martinez during her entrance. They brawl all around ringside. Mercedes ends up like throwing Zaya in the crowd. Then the refs like split them up. And then Mercedes gets in the ring, starts the match against just a just random jobber. Yeah. Air raid win. Mar- Martinez versus a blank space starts. A left Enhancement space. talent. They didn't they didn't even say a name. I just put random jobber. No. no. <laughs> Enhancement talent. Enhancement um, talent. And yeah, then Mercedes um, basically says to Zaya that she's going to beat it again, like she did in the May Young Classic. And uh, take over. I, I think that's got potential to be match the night. Yeah. Like, I'm expecting a big entrance. Definitely like a dark horse for match of the night. I'm expecting him to give Zaya Lee like a fancy entrance as well. Oh, yeah. First takeover. First takeover. Not yeah. done with Tian Shia entrance for ages. Come on, we'll play the yeah. game, let's. Yeah. Um, I'm also expecting uh, a mailing, like, in-ring something happen. Yeah, I think we're probably going to get some kind of... Spooky bollocks. Spooky bollocks. Well, we've had spooky bollocks already with mailing. They are spooky bollocks. Everything they do is spooky bollocks. Where she, she, like, chokeslam Bella with one hand uh, from a seated position. Um, Big, big hoss mailing. Yeah. <laughs> Hoss lass mailing versus Walter Buccaneer. <laughs> Walter. Um, so yeah. Um, speaking of Walter, we then get Breezango talking about uh, Imperium coming after them. Uh, Tyler Breeze looks like a dad having a midlife crisis. He's growing a little goatee, isn't he? He looks like you remember when Richard Hammond grew a little goatee and it looked really fucking weird. Yeah, that's what I thought. Um, and. <laughs> Fandango's just like infatuated with the shirt with luchadors on. <laughs> um, luchadors that look like McDonald's toys. Um, <laughs> and, and, yeah. Just a quick one. Uh, the woman that Mercedes Martinez faced uh, was called Cameron Brené. I'll take your word for it. Uh, I, I imagine I imagine her name's going to be getting changed soon. Yeah. I, I, I get the impression she's probably like a brand new sign. Yeah. Um, as you were so so yeah um, they basically say they're going to be beat, beat Imperium again and they're not scared of them blah 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 a bit pointless uh, 
then see DiBiase just walking down a hallway laughing with security. <laughs> <laughs> laughing randomly. It was brilliant. And One then, of the security guards, you notice, is, uh, what's his name? Is it Daniel De... One of the guys that's been next to you for a while, big Kiwi guy, did have long hair and then they cut it off. He fought against... Daniel, Daniel Vidal. That's it. He had a match against, I think it was a Sheamus on Raw last year, maybe? Yeah. His name's Zion Quinn now, I believe. Oh, they... Ah, yes. Yeah. yeah. Um, he was also one of the zombies in the... When Damien Priest might become zombie oh, yeah. hunter. Yeah. Um, Everyone, I was one of those zombies as well. We're all... Yeah. 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 <laughs> did you Resident see Evil WWE edition? Um, <laughs> did you not see the pink hair like poking out under the wig? Yeah. From her and... <laughs> did you not see the pink hair and kilt wearing zombie? <laughs> <laughs> I thought I did, yeah. <laughs> just, just gangly zombie awkwardly moving around. <laughs> Courtney! <laughs> I was, that was before he was even in character. <laughs> some spray the zombie, around his mouth <laughs> the zombie chasing his haggises across the hills <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah anyway um, we then get Triple H and Regal um, this was great thanking Poppy for being this there this was so good cool, cool dad Triple H um, <laughs> from one cool dad to another um, and she, he asked where new albums out and she says now I actually did some research because I watched it live last night. It did literally drop at that moment. Really? Yes. Oh damn! Um, because when, like, as as she was, as he was asking, I like loaded up like just to see, and it wasn't on. And then I refreshed it, and it came on like as she pressed the button. Fucking wow! Um, so that was a good, That's good little cool. uh, publicity stunt there. Um, yeah, man. I haven't listened to it yet, but I'm not a big Poppy fan, so I probably won't enjoy it too much. Um, no. It's a weird one. I sort of don't mind, like... Some of the songs are good, but then some of them are just weird. Instrumentally, they're quite good. I'm still not sold on her vocals over time. It's like, do you know that group Baby Metal? Yeah. Like, I instrumentally, they're fucking awesome. As soon as I open their mouth, I'm like, uh... Yeah. I, Did I anyone just... else also... Um... Sorry, Aaron, what are you saying? With? I just think she's awkward as fucking Kirby Deal now. She's a bit weird. Um, she's a bit yeah. weird. That's okay though. I, I think I think that's the she, thing because she started off as like an ARG. She's been on Tumblr too much. That's what's happened there. Tumblr. A- <laughs> ARG. Um, obviously, for anyone who doesn't know, ARG augmented reality game. It was like a vi- it's like a viral marketing campaign. Um, so that's how Poppy started off. It was like that kind of thing, and then really, yeah, and oh. it was a way to kind of promote their music. Um, oh, okay. Pretty weird way to promote it, but yeah, pretty cool. Um, so yeah, uh, as as she does that, like Regal and Triple H is just like two cool dads. Um, yeah. Dexter Loomis comes in and gives her a portrait. He's true, amazing. And, look, and they're looking at him dead awkward. <laughs> <laughs> and then she gives him a hug, and Triple H is like, and Regal both have like little grins on her face. And then Indy <laughs> shows up, walks in, and then runs off, starting crying. Um, this was amazing. And no one said a word for about a good 30, 40 seconds, but the faces yeah. told everything. Regal, this was so Regal and Triple H's facial expressions in the background were fantastic. <laughs> they were brilliant. Um, and yeah, it, it was just so funny. Uh, so Grimes and LA Knight uh, are then both arriving at the same time, arguing in the car park. LA Knight says Grimes is Roll Roy- Rolls Royce is a piece of crap, which I was like, come on. Come, come on, on mate. 
Come on. It's a fucking Rolls Royce, mate. It's Come a Rolls Royce. In fairness, if I had a choice between that and the car that Knight turned up in, I'd choose that. The Rolls Royce? No, like the fast one that he drove off in in his vignette earlier. A mayor? Yeah. Okay. Thanks for that, um, That's all right, pal. So, uh, yeah, Knight, Knight uh, ref- Cameron Grimes, like, oh, yeah, you're a waiter? Why? Because you look like you need some money for a tip. <laughs> and then he, ch- he says, oh, yeah, it's the hillbilly from under the bridge. And then Grimes like, I'm so rich, I live under two bridges. <laughs> um, yeah, they end up going to the- getting to the ring anyway after arguing. They do they do the uh, LA night um, walking down the hallway thing. Yeah. And um, <laughs> Grimes is like in the way. LA Knight just swats his money out of his hand. That was $6,000. like, yeah, sure, sure. <laughs> It's before um, he walked into the door and Grimes was like, oh, he, to the security guys, like, oh, get your family something. And he's like, ha, you don't have a family. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah, so they end up in the ring. Um, DBRC says it's time to climb the ladder of success. And low is a solid gold, definitely solid gold. Definitely, ladder definitely solid gold. Green dollar signs. You can do as many bunny line. ears as you want, Aaron. It's solid gold, pal. Um, solid. Um, Why would Ted lie? And uh, yeah, Knight says there's no hill he won't climb, no hillbill he won't step on. Grimes said he will become the million dollar man. Uh, and DBRC reveals the match will be for the million dollar championship. Yeah. Ted, Ted what match. am I reaching for, Ted? Ted, what am I reaching for, Ted? They <laughs> <laughs> do that. Um, do you know what the thing so, is? I knew it was coming. We all knew it was yeah. coming, but even yeah. when the reveal happened, I was still just like, yes! No pop. No pop. Yeah. Yeah, there it is. There it is. Uh, that, that should be a really fun match as well. I'm really looking forward to that. Mm. Uh, we then get a random, like, th- this was, like, cut, like, really weird. So it's, like, Cross and Kyle O'Reilly getting pulled apart. Yeah. Backstage, and Regal's, like, holding them back. But then before Regal can finish saying what he says, it just, just cuts. cuts. Yeah. Um, and goes to the break, and then when we get back, uh, <laughs> Everise have a big announcement that they're going to be <laughs> they're going to be hosting the pre pre show uh, for Takeover. Um, I mean, I'm definitely watching it. Yeah, I, I hope it's going to be like just on Twitter for ten minutes before the pre show starts. Yeah, stand fucking around, it'll be great. Um, <laughs> speaking of comedy duos, we then get August Gray and Ikaman Hero. Who, Ooh. if you're familiar with, uh, they are a tag team two or five live. Um, they are very entertaining, and I was quite excited to see them on um, NXT. And they're facing the grizzled young veterans. Um, oh. Zach oh. Gibson's boots, by the way, he put on Twitter about it being an homage to Steven Gerrard's boots. Top notch, top notch, like that a lot. Superb. Some added aspirin. He had the shin pads on as well, didn't he? It looked like he had some no, Liverpool shin pads on. So basically, the way the way the tongue of Gerard's boot was, it was like the red bit, and it said oh, Gerard. Okay. So he had the red bit, and it said Gibson, and he had like his low the live bit on there, just because it was obviously longer. Amazing. Um, yeah, it was very cool. Uh, Gibson beats down Gray. Uh, Hero comes in, fires up on Gibson, um, and then Zach Gibson doing the most heelish thing he could have possibly done. For anyone who doesn't know, Ikaman Hero wrestles in a blazer. And it's part of like his his move set as well. He, mm. he integrates it into his moves. Zach Gibson tried to rip the blazer off. How dare like, you? 
And then Shit uh, bag. Yeah. Uh, Hero got a big Hero's got like a big knee brace on. Uh Grizzled Young Veterans just work over that. Um Thatcher and Champa come out and distract GYB for a bit. Grey almost puts um, Drake away with what looked like a tornado and prettier. Mm. Um and then GYV ends his life with a ticket to mayhem. <laughs> Literal yeah. murder. <laughs> murder. Um, <laughs> and then Champa and uh Champ Gibson says GYV are done with them. Champa says they're like kind of the, the roadblock to MSK. And Gibson challenges them to a tornado tag match next week. Fuck yeah. Um that'll be good. That'll be very yes, good. It will. Uh, Bobby Fish then trains, says he's not forgotten about only walking. How um, much fish could Bobby Fish fish if Bobby could fish, 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 catch fish, yeah. fish, fish? Without breaking his leg. <laughs> Without breaking his leg. Come on now. <laughs> um, <laughs> and uh, yeah, then um, Candice LeRae comes to the ring, uh, calls out Poppy. She says Poppy stole Indy's man and everyone knows Index is a thing. Everyone knows. Everyone knows. Uh, then uh, Poppy comes out and says she's not a wrestler, but she knows someone who is. And Io Shirai returns, beats up Candice. Yes, boy. Um, did not that see that coming. I popped no, for that. I did. Yeah. Um, we then get Doc Hen- Hendricks running down the card again. Uh, updated card this time, because mm. um, all the matches have been announced. And um, yeah, then we get the main event, which is Dakota Kai vs. Ember Moon. Uh, this was a relatively back and forth match. Um, at one point, Kai kind of takes control over the, uh, Moon's neck by swinging her neck first since the ring post. Um, Kai works, o- like, works over the neck for that most of the match then. Uh, Ember hits a magnum for a two and then a somersault stunner for another two. Right. I've got an right. issue. Of course right. you've got an issue. Whoa, 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 whoa. Right? Don't hit moves that are normal moves that are very, very similar to your actual finisher. Is yeah, I agree. Have, I agree. I don't know. I think Amber Moon gets a pass considering her actual finish is a fucking cartwheel stunner off the top. No, of but that well, don't do any other. It's like a half power version of the eclipse. It's pish. Good it. It's not pish. I do get what you mean, though. It kind of it it dilutes your finisher a little. Because the even commentary are like, oh, that's a modified a modified version of a finisher, or, like. She shouldn't be hitting modified versions of a finisher. She should just hit a finisher if she wants to win. No. <laughs> Don't come yeah. out with your modified shite and then say it's a modified version of a finisher that doesn't finish matches and they get up instantly from it. Yeah. No, I agree. <laughs> I agree. Like, imagine imagine if Tommy End hit Black Mass, but he just did it to like the ribs and it went, ah, oh, it's a modified version until he kicks him in the face and then he finishes them with it. And the guy with the ribs just got back up, like from his knees instantly, and went, wouldn't it? <laughs> no, I'm with I'm with you on that. I'm with you on that. It's a rare um, instance where I agree with you because everything else, she speak pish. Because she's yeah. got she's got her fucking standing eclipse that she does there, and then she does one later on as well, which mm. is the modified version. Yeah. Uh, um, nah. Yeah. Well, um, anyway, moving on. Um, Raquel <laughs> tries to attack Ember um, and Ember just decks her uh, she dives under Dakota and Raquel as she goes up for the Eclipse Raquel big booter kicks her off the top rope for a DQ um, after the match Raquel and Dakota try and double team Ember Ember fights them off uh, ends up hitting an Eclipse on Raquel to knock her out and then uh, we get Cross um, 
after this saying he's going to meet his four opponents in the ring. Oh, um, can I just go back to that that little bit between Moon yeah. and Gonzalez? And Gonzalez gets her up for that single arm powerbomb and she counters that into the stud. That looked quite cool. But it came after the DQ, so it's okay. It's not like it's like, oh, you're, you're using it in the middle of a match to try and finish someone off. Like, this is after it happened and it shows that she can sort of hit that from anywhere. But then she followed it with the actual one off the top rope. I still am in agreement with you, though. Like, don't yeah. hit modified versions of it in the middle of a match because it dilutes it. Yeah, it's not like um, Kai stayed like down from that. Mm. Sorry, the Gonzalez one as well. She didn't stay down from the modified one. She was yeah. still standing there like, oh, yeah, it's a stunner. So it did stun her. But yeah. it's like, if it's meant to be a modified version... Mm. Put it in our place with it. That's it. Yeah, yeah. To be <laughs> like the, the amount of people that use a version of the stunner now, when it was like the most protected move, and it's only the last couple of years, like Kevin Owens uses the stunner outright as a finisher. But Mark he wins Andrew, with it. Yeah. And he wins with it. Yeah. Mark Andrews uses it, and we know how much Jay dislikes that. And to be <laughs> fair, right, I, like, unless you're hitting it like. I don't know it because it solely relies on the other person giving you a suplex to to counter into it, and then yeah. you've got Moon that uses it. Uh, Lindsay Dorado does it with the was it the Golden Rewind or whatever it's called. I'm sure now you're getting in fucking niche territory. Li- li- niche, it's Lindsay <laughs> Dorado, not fucking. <laughs> I'm trying to think of someone really niche. I don't know Hoover to Guerrero. I don't know. Um, yeah, like Lindsay Dorado uses a version of it. I think it's called the Golden Rewind or the Golden Links Rewind or something or other. The thing is, um, I don't mind it if they use it as a finisher. Like if it's other people, like them, you've named off a pile of people that use yeah. it as a finisher. I don't mind if they no, use it. No, Lindsay Dorado doesn't use it as a finisher though. But but see, he never wins with it, so that's fine. Mm. But Ember Moon, she wins with an eclipse, which is a stunner. Let's mm. be realistic. She's hit two different versions of this eclipse mm-hmm. that just are a casual move, yeah. even though they're meant to be a modified well, version. Of that's the thing. Look, it's mad. Because do you remember? For, well, I mean, it feels like forever ago because I feel like I've not seen Alexa Bliss in the ring for time. But do you remember Alexa Bliss's finish was a DDT? Just a DDT. I, from the knees. From the Yeah, exactly. Like, and... Who else uses a DDT as a finisher? Like, arguably, John Moxley or Dean Ambrose in WWE was a modified... It was like a double underhook DDT. Double underhook, yeah. Yeah. Um, but who was the last person to get a DDT over as a finisher? Jake the Snake? Drew? Future Shock? It's the same as the underhook. Was the Future, was the future Shock a finisher in his first he, run? He, won it in, he used it in NXT all the time. That was his finisher. What when he came back? Yeah. What? Not the claymore. I'm I'm sure it took a while for the claymore to kick in. Nah, because he on his documentary was it the interview with Stone Cold? He was on about like how the claymore came about, and yeah. it was because he he went for a drop kick or he went for a big boot and he slipped and he still hit them with it and that's how the claymore came about. He's, he's definitely won matches since he came back with the future with the future shock. shock. Oh, okay. He, he definitely, especially NXT, he's definitely one with. Oh, okay, fair oh, enough. Literally thought I was about to spew then. I was like, whoa, fuck, what the fuck? Oh, dear. Well, Just out of nowhere. I've I've carried on recording, mate, so we're still recording. Ah, I think ah. we're, 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 <laughs> that's that's we're, all good. That's we're all talking good. about finishers. 
and we were just saying just to fill the time um how the amount of people that use the stunner or a version of the stunner so you've got stun dog millionaire you've got lindsay dorado's <laughs> golden rewind you've got kevin owens just outright using the stunner you've got the eclipse uh i'm sure there's someone else that uses a version of the stunner yeah. Um, as, as I was saying, see, it's okay for Kevin Owens to use it because he wins with it, Leo, but he Rush doesn't use another use... version of it. Mm. Leo Rush does that, like the, the one, one off, off the bottom the rope, rebound, one off the bottom rope, which yeah. is apparently how he injured his shoulder. Oh, really? Mm. Oh, okay. So yeah, we, we, we're just talking about that basically, and then saying like about um, like the DDT and how the only two people recently have used it as a finisher have been John Moxley and Alexa Bliss, and the last person I can remember using it was Jake the Snake. But then Aaron said that Drew used the Future Shock DDT in NXT as a finisher. And I thought it was the Claymore in NXT. I thought it was the Claymore in NXT. Then he used the Future Shock in his first run. Uh, Fu- Future Shock, he definitely won in it with an a- NXT. Hmm. Okay. Because that, that was just as he came back from ICW. He, he won the title with the Claymore, though, didn't he? Because remember, he used to do that stupid, massive spin with the Future Shock, and it would kill people. <laughs> what? That, wasn't that the thing he did with Cody? Like, uh, sorry, Kofi last week, where he hooks yeah. them into it and then just yeah. spins around for a while and then drops them. Then drops it. Yeah, he used yeah, to yeah. kill people with that. In NXT. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, back to NXT. So after that match, we get the big stare down, carrying cross. This this itself was weird as well because like he cuts a promo where he's like calling everyone else and he says meet me in the ring and then it gets back and Regal's already in the ring getting in his face going no you're not doing this yeah no, it's like, a bit late pal it's a bit late even right? a hit grab your ring out your pocket and power to the punch him <laughs> grab the <laughs> brass knucks William brass knucks William um yeah <laughs> uh, Cross tells Regal it. Uh, Tell Regal him um, he's got, like lost all control of NXT. Yep. And he hasn't realized and all this. Um cool Kyle comes out and says cool Cross is insecure. Kyle. Um and then Gargano comes out and stands on the announce table and tries basically tries to get Cross to choke out uh, Kyle Riley. Um he says Cross isn't Johnny take over and he's like not um what's he said? He said something like oh be careful or you might fall over. You've not got the footwork I have. That's it, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> and then Pete Dunn comes out and just tells them all to shut up. Um, uh, Cross calls I, Johnny a Mark at one yeah, point. <laughs> yeah, fuck that off in the bin. Don't start calling people Marks on your wrestling program. Oh, your dear. own wrestlers. <laughs> don't don't do it. Fucking Johnny Gargano is a fucking Mark for himself, though, isn't he? <laughs> don't do it. <laughs> And yeah, before they can all start fighting, Adam Cole appears on the screen. Um, and he he does a really good thing where he like goes, Oh yeah, Johnny Gargano beat him, Pete Dunn beat him. And he kind of like brushes over Kyle O'Reilly. He just says, And that he doesn't the guy, I, I don't know why he's in there, he doesn't deserve to be in there. Yeah, yeah guy, you didn't beat him though, did you, pal? A guy that doesn't deserve to be in there. I mean, he beat, didn't he beat him on Wrestle King? Different time. Yeah. Stop um, <laughs> if they're going to acknowledge they're in like their fucking career before WWE for the feud, at least fucking acknowledge that. Yeah. <laughs> um, also, when Cole leaves the Tron, uh, the crowd chant disappointing. <laughs> <laughs> um, before, before he does leave the Tron, though, uh, he also calls. 
carrying cross the biggest moron in NXT because he made the five a five way match because he didn't want a one on one match with Adam Cole. Um, Kyle Riley then calls Cole Cole a bit because that's the that's the fucking buzzword WWE using these days. That's um, the only swear word they're allowed to use, isn't it? Unless yeah, your name's I'm, MVP and you're casually just dropping bullshit into the middle of a promo. <laughs> yeah. Um, and bullshit, yeah, he slaps, mate. He, uh, <laughs> slaps Cross across his face and then a brawl just breaks out. Johnny uh, comes in and slingshot spears Kyle Riley at some point. Cross just suplexes everybody, including security, who are trying to break it up. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then Gargano, Dunn, and Kyle O'Reilly and triple team and cross. Um, this leads them fighting each other. And as Kyle O'Reilly's like knocked the others, the other two down, cross out the corner and hits the floor onto the back of the head. Bosh. Um, and as he's like kind of holding his belt up and overseeing it, like the destruction, Adam Cole hits a super kick out of nowhere. And then Straight to the heat. The back. Yeah, the then blasts heat. Him. yeah, then blasts him in the back of the head with a uh, last shot. And holds the belt over all of them. Also, Adam Cole was getting massive, like massive cheers when he yeah, came he out. Yeah, he was. Um, yeah, you, you can't make Adam Cole heal, but you can because he's just cool. Disappointing. <laughs> yeah, they changed the tune though when he actually fucking appeared. Didn't I know they attracted that chant, didn't they? <laughs> Blurch. That a, marks. That a fickle lot. Fickle, fickle, fickle marks. Wrestling fans are fickle bastards, though. Remember, remember when they used to boo uh, MSK and now they all love them again? Uh, that's Come weird. On. I still don't quite get why they booed them. Nah. This was cool. Did everyone right? want a grizzled young veterans to win? Of course they did. I did. Um, <laughs> no surprise there. <laughs> the Bulls number one. Come on, mate. Play the game. Um, that's a great end to it, though. Really good. Yeah. I thought, I thought it was a really fun episode. I um, did. Go home show, fucking superb. Considering they've been really shit at go home shows recently. Oh, there's there's that face, Aaron. Oh, here we go. There's that. <laughs> there's that. Uh, go on, go on, mate. It's it's just as you say, it's a go home show. Let let me speak, yeah. <laughs> right, it's just a case of the fact. Um, it feels like it's forced. This go home short like they forgot to like put the storyline into this takeover forgot to mean? put the matches on so they've just went let's just put it on a tiny nah, block nah, nah. It on this show. are you talking about all the matches or just one in particular no all, all of them even the matches that were announced before Kyan gonzalez has been building for a good few weeks but it's not as gonzalez versus moon sorry it's Gonzalez versus Sorry, Moon. that's what I meant. Look, fuck off. It's late in the day, all right? I've had a long fucking week. Come on, mate. You know what I meant? You fickle uh, man. Cameron, Cameron Grimes, t- Ted DiBiase stuff's been like, going on for months. That's been going on for weeks. I, I'll, I'll give them that one, but this five-way just feels like, oh, we can't just have like three separate oh. matches with all of them on the card. No, 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 no. They've so all been staking their claim in the last month or so. The, f- the thing is, Pete Dunne's been like staking his claim to the title for a while. Kyle O'Reilly has. They obviously had to get like the Finn rematch out the way. Cole so was I'd always going to come straight, like come back and just inject himself straight into the title feud anyway. Yeah, because it's Adam so while, Cole. While I see your point with that, I can also I can also see like that 
there's a lot of moving parts there and they've managed to kind of like have feuds that are branching off with each other. The only one I feel that doesn't deserve to be in there is Johnny Gargano. Like he suddenly lost the North American Championship like two weeks ago and now he's... But even then... He did the tease. Oh, yeah, he did do the tease. Yeah. Yeah. So... Which was when, uh, wasn't it when Balor called him out for the rematch? Yeah, yeah. I so, think everything's yeah. had a decent build. Like, I don't, I don't think anything kind of feels out of right. left field. I feel I feel like they've not done a, the best job of a build, but I feel... But that's nothing new either. I wouldn't say it NXT. felt... I wouldn't... No, I wouldn't say it felt forced. Though. I, if anything, I think it, it just felt rushed. Hmm. Um, but yeah... Uh, what were our highs and lows, guys? Ooh. Yeah. Go on, Aaron. I think we know what Aaron's low is because he's just said it. Uh, no, actually, I'm not going for that, even though it was shite. But, I thought uh, you said that was your low. No, Before. I just said it was shite. There was something even shiter. Go on. Poppy, get her in the bin. Wow. <laughs> Honestly, she was so awkward the whole night. Honestly. He, even, when, even when she was being Io Shirai's best pal, she gave her that hey. like arm round and she went, uh, I, I, I don't want to be here. <laughs> hey, if if don't you ever talk about Triple H's first daughter like that ever again. <laughs> <laughs> if that was the cheeky girls, he wouldn't be fucking complaining, would he? <laughs> um, go on, what, what, what was your high then, mate? I now want if a you had one. X cheeky girls t shirt. <laughs> <laughs> what what was your high, pal? Go on. My high, I think, has got to be the million dollar announcement and all, that all, both segments to do with that for you. Mm. Right, it's, it's been the best storyline they've had in, in a long time. Yeah, recently, I should say. Mm. It's by far their best storyline going. I'm really yeah. enjoying it. So I'm, Yeah, I'm, I'm very that. excited for that. That's a good show. Are you... Are you saying that's better than Index? Yeah. Index. Mm. Yeah, because they're moving a lot faster along with it just now, <laughs> even though they are a slow build story. So, but yeah. Fair enough. Hey, what about you, Troy? Ooh, there's quite a few highs for me this week, you know. My low, I'm going to say straight off the bat, uh, Austin Theory and Only Lorcan. Wasn't a bad match. It was just, just, there. just, just there. Everything else was a build for takeover, and this was just there. Uh, it was a perfectly good match. It was a solid match, but for me, it it, it just didn't do much for me among everything else. Um, oh my high! I wanted to say the introduction of the well reintroduction of the million dollar belt, and I'll give it an honourable mention because, like I say. Or like I said earlier, I knew it was coming, but it was still awesome to see it and awesome to finally get that kind of, yeah, that's what it's for. Um, but my actual high, my actual high uh, is just the Dexter Loomis, Poppy, William Regal and Triple H little backstage thing. I was in tears laughing at that. It was fucking hilarious. Regal and Triple H's facial expressions on that. So fantastic. good. So, so, so good. It was like watching a comedy silent movie because they didn't say anything. It was just facial expressions. It was excellent. Poppy yeah. says the best when she says nothing at all. Oh, fuck off. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. 
Oh, wow. What were yours, Jay? You say it best when you say nothing as, at all as well, Uro. I don't know, though. You can, that. I mean, <laughs> nice bit of peace and quiet, though, isn't it, mate? Um, so, my low... Um, to be honest, I'd probably say my low was just um, the um, poppy, like, bringing back here. I just felt like it was a bit out of nowhere. Like, they could have they could have possibly saved Leo coming back for, like, the episode but, after TakeOver. But they're best friends, Jay. They're busy mates. Every wrestler is best friends with an artist. No, 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 but that's, Didn't Poppy that's play Io Shirai to the, to the ring at the last she TakeOver? She did. But that that's not the point I'm making. And the point I'm making is the... They didn't need to just kind of shoehorn it into this episode. They could have had EO return after takeover because they did the little tease with her and Raquel, didn't they? Where they had like a little stare down backstage as like they were going past the entrance. It wouldn't surprise me if EO was going to be the next challenger to Raquel and get a rematch. Oh, yeah. So they could have held that off to the, to the first tier either after Raquel's match or the first thing after takeover because you know for a fact Poppy's going to be performing a takeover Poppy's going to be there Poppy's going to take a um, bump isn't she or she's going to do something nah she ain't going to take a bump she's not a wrestling take a bump um, have you seen her finishes <laughs> when she bent over and hugged Dio Shirai I see what she had for breakfast it wasn't a bit much <laughs> I know <laughs> alright please oh Christ um, I wasn't looking in but, that much detail pal before <laughs> before Aaron uh, gets us cancelled I'll uh, say what my high is. Um, and that was the Legado um, and Bronson Reed MSK promo. I thought it was pretty fun. Um, mm. And it was more more the fact that Hit Row interrupted and kind of teased matches with both teams. Yeah. As I say, I, I would have really liked to have seen Hit Row become like the third, like making a triple threat when it's a goal match. Mm. Um, just to get a bit more emphasis on Hit Row, but I just love everything they're doing with them at the moment. I think they're really yeah. cool. Yeah, man. feel really different from anything else. And uh, their entrance music is awesome. Yes, boy. Um, yes, boy. Before we finish, do we want to do predictions for TakeOver? Oh, yeah, we probably should, shouldn't we? I feel like we've not done that for a while. Yeah. Um, no. I've got the card in front of me. So, singles match, uh, Mercedes Martinez... Versus Zia Lee. Zia Lee. Zia Lee. In agreement. Uh, million dollar championship ladder match. Cameron Grimes versus L.A. Knight. Yeah. Dummy. Um, yeah. I think you'd be a dummy. Yeah. It's a bet against Cameron Grimes in this match. <laughs> I, see what I, I think Swerve. I, I, think, I think Cameron Grimes is going to win this. I agree. Aaron? LA Knight, don't you? Uh, Cameron Grimes doesn't need it. Cameron Grimes doesn't need it. LA Knight, let's go. Ooh, okay. Okay. Dummy, yeah. (laughs) Winner takes all match for the NXT Tag Team Championship and the NXT North American Championship. Bronson Reed and MSK versus Legado del Fantasma. Legado. Ooh. This is the hardest this is the hardest one, I think, because I I kind of agree with Aaron because Legado 
Legado have been losing a lot recently. Mm. But, but the way and they could do it is keep Bronson look strong. Exactly. By... They could have Bronson lose the title by not getting beaten. Yeah. And then That's we've got what Bronson. I'm thinking as well. Bronson takes it out on MSK and goes heel. Yeah, when Bronson takes it out, I think he just chases Santos for the belt. Yeah. Reclaim his title. Oh. Um, I think that the problem with like guys like the way they put Bronson is that he's obviously been chasing the dream for 14 years and you don't have him lose on his first defense, but his first defense is also in a multi-man match, which is weird. Yeah. Not even a multi-man like singles match. It's not like the five way. It's a multi-man match where it's a, like a three on three. Yeah. I, I feel like, Part of me f- thinks that that's there to kind of protect Bronson by having him lose, but having him lose because of other people as opposed mm. to having him lose because... On his own. On his own, yeah. That being said, I'm going to go with Bronson and MSK because the last time I bet against MSK, it bit me in the ass. <laughs> what are you saying, Aaron? You say Legado? You, you say Legado. Yeah. Bye. I've gone Legado. Yeah, I'm going Bronson and MSK. Oh, that's two that I'm different on you guys. Thick, that's not good. Thick, thick Bronson is not losing that on his first defence. Behave yeah. yourself. He doesn't need to lose to lose a title. It's okay. <laughs> I mean, he is right. It's I not know. often. I know. A broken clock's right twice a day. But, <laughs> you know, what's next then? NXT Women's Championship, Raquel Gonzalez versus Ember Moon. Gonzalez. Oh, Raquel's absolutely winning this. Yeah, not Gonzalez is retaining. And final, finalamon, NXT Championship Fatal Five-Way Match, Karrion Cross, Adam Cole, Pete Dunne, Johnny Gargano, and Kyle O'Reilly. I want to see what you two go first. So. Karrion Cross. That's fine. I think Cross is going to smash him, stack him, pin him one, two, three. You just—you've just, got the exact same thing for all the matches. I know <laughs> because oh. it's quite a predictable takeover, mate. You say that they're going to absolutely you know, swerve us the out. Only, the only one that don't well, the two that aren't predictable is the winner takes all match mm. and um, the million dollar, million dollar, yeah. Everything else, like, I mean, they, realistically, they could pro, they could probably have Cross lose that title in that match. It wouldn't hurt him too much because he could lose it by not getting pinned. But the fact that they were probably trying to build him up as like a monster, mm. if he lost it in that fashion, it would still hurt him. I think. I think if he wins, dominating four of the top guys of NXT, then. It's not going to hurt them. It's not going to hurt him. Come on, Aaron. Okay. We're going all out here. Pete Dunn, let's go. Pete Dunn. Done. Are you willing to bet your hair on it? No. See, I say Pete Dunn. <laughs> I say Pete Dunn for everything because like hometown boy but he's not winning this for me uh, we'll, but we'll see don't, 
don't bet against Karrion Cross. I learned that mistake on stand delivery. <laughs> <laughs> there it is then. There's the predictions. Jay and Troy being the exact same for everything. It's fine, mate. It's fine. There's still time to change my mind. So, so sometimes you get cards like that. Yeah, happens. <laughs> you watch Aaron smash it now and ace it. <laughs> maybe, maybe, maybe Troy's seen me absolutely ace double or nothing and gone. I want some of that. that that's the smart money. <laughs> maybe, that's... mate. Who knows? Anyway, that's our predictions for. NXT TakeOver in your house. Yeah. Yeah. And that's been our review for this week's NXT Go Home episode. Thank you as always for joining us. We appreciate it. Give us a shout on social media. Let us know what your predictions are. Uh, We're doing a watch along, aren't we? Hey? We're doing a watch along, aren't we? We are doing a watch along. Yeah. We'll be doing a watch along on Facebook and the YouTube. And you can find us on both of those at Untitled Wrestling Podcast. You want to let us know what your predictions are? It's on Twitter and Discord uh, at Untitled Rest Pod. Sweet. That'll do us. We'll see you soon. Join us Sunday. Bye. Bye. What did Akira shout when a car ran over his foot? Toes. Ow. Ah. Fuck. <laughs> what? What? <laughs> How long did it take to think of that one, pal? <laughs> you must love this podcast house in the Untitled Wrestling Podcast House.